All right, back here for the third podcast of our series. Um, today we're going to be talking motivation, um, which is a bit of an interesting topic. I think a lot of people are talking about it at the moment during the corona period that's still going on. It's just going to be Luke, Plapp and I on here today. How are you going, Luke? Yeah, hey, Zaki. No, it's, I reckon this is a pretty awesome topic to chat about and something that me and you have spoke about a lot together and trying to stay motivated. I know for me, I'm pretty frustrated sitting here with a broken collarbone and doing nothing. So I'm motivated as ever to get training again. Um, and yeah, we can talk about ways how Evans wishes helping you stay motivated and can't wait for anyone to get back on the road, really. Yeah, definitely. I've sort of, I don't know why, but I've sort of been in a bit of a motivation slump and I'm only just coming out of it now, but there's definitely some... I think things that we spoke about and little tricks that we both put in place to keep us motivated. So I think we could probably share those a little bit. Um, and we, I guess we can start off with one of the main, main things that we do it. Well, I'm doing at the moment. You're, you, you're not on Zwift at the moment, but we, I took part in the race on Saturday, the NRS invitational round two, which was, a pretty fun race to be a part of this week. It was a, a um, bit of a different course to the first round. Pretty pretty lumpy. And it was actually pretty similar to one of the Touratas stages that ended up Palatina. The climb at the end was a bit less. But, um, yeah, overall it was pretty good. I sort of knew that once I hit that climb, it was exactly like Palatina and I'd be going out the back. But um, mm. it was pretty fun just trying to hang on in the in the first couple of um kilometers and stuff so got to, got to it. 4k to go and and blow big time yeah you sort of just sit in have some fun use your power-ups and then as soon as the hill comes yeah let those lighter boys go and do their thing yeah definitely i think swift has been pretty good i think there's a lot of other programs like full gas that have really sort of helped a lot of people with their training at the moment so i think Utilising those at the moment is pretty, pretty important to keeping up motivation. It gives, I think the best part about it is it gives you that sort of social aspect. You're on there racing people or you're riding with people that you know, so that keeps you a little bit accountable. It's like another good thing where my team's doing is sometimes we do some um, gym sessions via Zoom so I can see what my teammates are doing and it, and it makes it way more motivating just still being pushed by the people around me that I was normally being pushed by when I was training with them every day. Mm. Yeah. I use, um, I've actually used full gas, uh, to keep me motivated for say world's TT and other races like that. It's pretty cool. that They've got the videos of courses on there. So I can almost watch that and get yourself more hyped to be able to race it and almost give you a head start. So you've seen the course rather than seeing it so late. So that's been, I, I, yeah, I haven't used Wift myself, but I've jumped on full gas, which is, which has been all right. Um, yeah, but uh, look, it has been a struggle for a few people, and me and you both included. Yeah, lately, definitely. and not been able to ride much outside and race. But <laughs> yeah, look, can't can't wait to get back out there, and hopefully NRS starts at the end of September when planned. So yeah, yeah. I reckon everyone's pretty keen to get that underway. Yeah, I think for me. I've noticed the biggest change in my motivation to sort of bring it back up again was actually 
sort of set, it sounds weird, but I was setting goals off the bike, which sort of snowballed and my motivation grew and grew and grew. And it ended up being motivation for the bike was just setting little goals off the bike, such as like getting the right amount of sleep or trying to stretch every day. Um, just little things like that, which I think once you achieve those, you sort of um, feel, you feel like you've achieved something, which is really helps, I guess, your confidence. And it can be little things like that. And then it can just increase your motivation. And then before you know it, you're, you're so keen to be out the road training or back to mm. doing normal routine. And I think, I think you, you touched you touch on that in some of our conversations off off podcast, puppy. So, yeah. Well, for me, uh, I guess one of the biggest things that I do for myself to get motivation or get keen again, really. Um, and I, I'm a bit weird in this way, but I yeah, I really like to write things out um, and plan and set goals for. Look, I've got I've got some a plan that's got the next four years involved um, and goals like that. So I just like to put everything down and. Yeah, I think having it down on paper makes you accountable, but also makes you realise what you've got coming up and does try, does get you to train harder and stay focused. Yeah, definitely. After I had a few chats to you, I, I sat down and wrote my goals again. So I think everyone knows that they should be setting goals, but it's it's a totally different thing once you actually sit down and write them on, on a piece of paper or write them on your laptop. Once you've written them down, it sort of feels like you've... Um, sign a contract for yourself so yeah kind of- definitely definitely does feel like you've signed a contract and you're like if you don't if you don't train for it you start to feel guilty because you've got it down there so i reckon it does make you real accountable for it yeah definitely i think as well to mention is um to sort of keep up your motivation during this period is that you need to realize that you are going to have a lot of ups and downs i've had so many ups and downs particularly downs lately and it's sort of been getting on top of my head a little bit. And I think once you sort of, I don't know, look at it a little bit differently and just say, look, there's definitely going to be some down periods. And if you can try and look at it from a long-term perspective, you can actually get through that like short-term down period and still push through with your training and keep on top of things. So I mm, think it nothing to bit of food and food and a beverage can't fix to keep you happy and head in the right place yeah definitely you just need to enjoy it during this period that's the biggest thing uh, dad said it to me the other day he's like zach just go out and enjoy your training firstly and then then start worrying about all the efforts and and the racing that's coming up well, that's probably probably the sole reason why i haven't hopped on an ergo they just that's not what i do and not what i enjoy yeah so I've, I've avoided them at all costs yeah i see i i've been a bit different i've sort of enjoyed the ergs i think when i get a structured um session where i know that i've got certain efforts that i need to do i find that the easiest thing i get on the bike and i don't need to think i just know that i have efforts to do and and i just don't spend that much time thinking about it because i'm a bit of an overthinker so when i get something so well structured it's pretty easy to get through on the bike Mm. I, I know for me, I, I just chuck the headphones in, go for a few hours and almost sing at the top of my voice, really. Just yeah, kept myself fun and entertained and not even thinking about riding. That's actually talking about headphones and riding. We, as a part of my uni, 
we had this one day where we had to research some interesting facts and I think it's pretty well known now, but music whilst exercising can actually increase, um, well, not necessarily increase performance, but it delays um, the perceived effect of fatigue. So say you're doing an effort and you're not having headphones in, you're going to fatigue. And when you're listening to music, like the the same onset point of fatigue happens, but you just don't perceive it at the same time. So basically you can push yourself a little bit further, even though you are at the same level of fatigue, which I think when I was reading that, I was like, "That wow, that's crazy. But yeah. Well, all I'm hearing is get old Patty Lane to play some music through the radio at Nats next year on yeah. race radio. Probably need to have a disclaimer saying that we don't want too many younger kids going out with the headphones in the ears, but yeah, it definitely makes an effect. Probably although, try, it, try it on the erg first. Yeah. Although yeah, a new rule from NRS is you're allowed race radios in all races now. So no way. Put together a team playlist and chuck that on for the whole race. When that get released? Uh, started this year. I know, I know it's it's come into play and we've got some race radios now, but might almost like you could also get some tactics, just put on a playlist, and as soon as an absolute bop comes in, the whole team just goes to the front and puts it in the gutter and attacks or something. Yep. Oh, we were meant to race with race radios in Langkawi, but unfortunately ours weren't working properly, so we just went while the other teams were all talking to each other on radios, we were just yelling at each other through the bunch, which is exciting. Yeah. But yeah, that I didn't, I didn't realize that that's going to make it very interesting. Makes, makes it a lot easier um, to implement some tactics. Mm, well, it'd be, I can't imagine radios are that cheap. So it'd be interesting to see if all teams have got them and, and what people use them for, but no, I reckon it, it'll add something. And I guess, NRS has always been calling for it. Um, had a couple of years there where it went down, but real starting to get back up now and being some good competition. So I think this is just going to help it get to the next level. Yeah, definitely. I guess at the moment we're already using the radios for racing in NRS. We, uh, my team gets on and we're speaking to each other at the same time while we're racing um, Swift, which is pretty cool. So I guess it's going to be like that, but just in the real world later on. Mm. So getting a bit of practice in there. It actually, it's pretty hard to talk while you're racing. So yeah, well, I'll miss, I'll miss going back to the car and get bottles and then get a draft back in the sag to get back up. Yeah. I'd say, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to miss that fluffy. I, I like sitting in the bunch, but I don't, <laughs> uh, it is pretty yeah, fun when it's and... a little bit relaxed and you can go back for when it's, when it's panic stations in the race and you have to go back, it's a bit more nerve wracking. Yeah, go back, talk to your old director sportif and have a chat, get some gels and, yeah, work your way back up. I don't mind it, but, yeah, I, I guess there's certain stages you want to do it. I remember last year at Grafton, um, I was the man to go back and get some bottles. And so I went back a few times and also got a couple punctures. So I went back a few more times that I didn't want uh, and got to the old mountain in the middle, which funny thing about Grafton is for, if you've never done it, like this was my first time, on the profile, it looks dead flat, mountain in the middle, dead flat to the finish line. But because it's about 250K, it's really not dead flat. And the profile's so zoomed out that you can't see all the little bumps in the middle. So the first 90K to that hill was pretty tough. And going back and forth wasn't the most ideal thing. And I got to that hill and went out the arse very quickly. 
Yeah, well, I I went out the back at the same time you did, Plappy. Wasn't a fun day at all. I um, went into it a bit underdone and I guess over, oh, I underestimated how hard that course is. But I think that one, uh, having that as a goal for later on in the season is going to be pretty motivating to try and actually get past that mountain this year. Yeah, a bit of redemption, I reckon. I know. Well, JD won't be there this year, but... Me and Jared last year had a pretty tough one, and he he uh, pulled up pretty quick to that race, so he didn't even get to the mountain. But definitely, I think there's a lot of people in the bunch, not just us, that want to have redemption and get to the finish line there. Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, that'll be a pretty big goal of mine if I can try and make the the squad for that um, race. Just to first of all get to the finish, but then either be up to help out or try and place myself in that top ten, top five. So. I think that's what I'm going to use as motivation over this next period. Just try and keep up the K's and intensity so I can try and <laughs> climb over that hill with the front group, which is easier, yeah, well, easier said than done. Could be a lot more people getting the finish this year. Like, I guess you can either train for normal NRS races or you train for like the Warney and Graft and do the big K's. But with the time off, I reckon everyone's been doing base and a lot of K's. So a lot more people might come good for that this year. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's kind of like a blessing in disguise looking at this sort of um, period of not racing out on the road is we we still get to keep up our intensity on the Zwift races, but we also have a lot more time to do the longer Ks or to do training that we normally wouldn't in at this time of year. So it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting to see how everyone pulls up differently for the racing season. Mm, for sure. And then everyone will be flying by Nats as well. So that should be good. Hopefully even a few Euro, uh, a few of the World Tour boys come back and race Nats now that the program's a bit changed. They'll all be actually coming into it with a bit of form if they don't want to have a break after doing all their races. Yeah. What about track? How does um, this affect that, uh, Luke? Uh, yeah, for our, look, for our program, it, like obviously the games got cancelled, but apart from that, for our program, we... We didn't have any races we were doing at all anyway. Um, we were just training all the way up to the game. So I actually think the having this break, we're going to do a few more races now. Um, like we'll chuck in, you got Bendigo Maddo in there, which is always a bit of fun. You've won that wheel, wheel race a couple of times. Just um, once. Just once, both, yeah. on both days. Yeah. Um, and yeah, track nats as well towards the end of the year. So yeah, I reckon we'll hopefully do a few more track races now and make some money at some carnivals hopefully. And then, yeah, after that head to head to Tokyo, but I don't know how many road races we'll be able to fit in, to be honest. So yeah. Any six can... days on the calendar, mate. I know. Um, uh, yeah. Looking forward well, hopefully to hopefully. hopefully yeah. Same. Do after doing Brisbane, uh, Denver, I think so. Yeah. After doing London last year, that was a pretty awesome introduction into the six day scene. I'm pretty motivated to, to do some more against mm. sort of the bucket list one i really want to be able to do that yeah one year so well hopefully need to level up a few, uh, level up a bit on the track to be able to do that one so keep plugging away at it and hopefully get a start there one year mm, for sure that'd be sick doing doing the ones in europe as well like i got a taste of melbourne and brizzy and that and like they were awesome but 
I can't imagine they're anything like the crowds you'd get in Europe and the riders you get over there. So that'd definitely be something to do in the future. Yeah, it's amazing how much safer it feels once you're with um, six-day riders who are so experienced in it. It's it's crazy. So I think that's a big step up once you go to the to the higher level ones. So I think you've got that mm. to look well, forward Corona to. Actually, Corona actually uh, affected Manchester, which was at the very, very start of the pandemic. I know the Academy boys all flew over there um, to do Manchester. And the second they landed, everyone's like, no, nah, stop what you're doing. World's in lockdown. So they didn't even get to race Manchester. But yeah, I think there's definitely some cool opportunities to do. Yeah. <laughs> pretty interesting um i guess we sign off in a second but to maybe to finish off we could i don't know we could mention one of our goals plappy for within the next couple of years that the people might be might think that's interesting and not on not what people would think you're thinking about yeah uh well i guess a lot for me, there's only really one main goal to, to August, September next year. But even if I, if Road Worlds go ahead and lucky enough to get picked for that, that'd be pretty cool to go over there. But I think a lot of things have got to happen first. What about you? Uh, well, I think a lot of people know that this is my goal, but I think within the next like maybe two to three years, I want to be um, on a sort of a pro contract in Belgium. I think, I don't know why I say, Bel- I think Belgium's just because I was born there, but the style of racing um, I think suits me a lot over there. Um, I think one of the things sort of born into my personality is that I can grovel a little bit through a race. So it seems like that's their style of racing over there. The one who can grovel the most becomes quite a good rider over there. So hopefully that's what I'm planning or that's what I'm working towards in the next couple of years. And that's what keeps me motivated. You can get a little, little apartment in, in Europe somewhere together and have some fun over there on the road. Yeah, definitely. A few, uh, it's a bit different to here though. There's a few cold days and hot days over there. It really fluctuates in Europe. It'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice to get out of the Aussie winter though and head over there for a bit of a block, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, if we keep our heads on and stay motivated, certainly possible. Yeah, but no, I reckon that was... Pretty good, pretty good pod. And yeah, it's good to chat again and have another one. So if there's, if people have got questions or want to hit us up, we'll, we can do a pod about answering some questions or telling some stories. So get in touch and till then, yeah, catch you later. Alrighty. See you guys.